0: Hey everybody, episode 15 here. Not like the last episode, that was 14. I got that wrong. This is 15. Today was fun. We talk about a new quantum particle discovered that only exists in a lab called an anion. Called an anion. Uh, Super interesting. Super, super interesting. We also talk about how the universe has so much gold in it they don't know where it comes from. Fascinating. Fascinating. How do they not know where all the gold comes from? Fascinating. We also talk about the Pope and his hat. With the two horns, the little hat that he wears. It's actually not a little hat, it's a big hat. But it closely resembles the ancient Babylonian Dagon fish hat. Yeah, that's right, the Pope wears a Babylonian fish hat. So that's also very interesting. Look at too political. I think I rant on a mask for like two minutes. I'm really working on it. I'm doing a mask rant like every episode. Not cool. But I kept it to a minimum on this one. Um, what else did we talk about? Yeah, Coca Cola is making employees do this like anti white. Like, what do you call it? It's like a, a class to destroy your own whiteness. You know, getting the whole uh, white supremacy. Don't be a racist thing, which is fine. Nobody needs to be racist. White supremacy is not good, but these new corporate policies are bullshit. We get into it. So, thanks for joining us today. We have ad free audio on our Patreon, as well as video with pictures. And we got links to the articles that we read from that we looked into. Uh, those are in the show notes, those should be in the description. Uh, follow along with us on the video. We'll be screen sharing all those. Also, check out my band Alfred and the Tednators. Uh, our latest jam tape called Tednate in Volume Two. My balls is hot. We just finished recording all the shit for our new record that's gonna be coming out this summer. We got we got like a couple more layers to track. You know, just the ear candy stuff. But we finished the vocals and. Joe sings like a freaking angel his harmonies are crazy also check out Love Craze by Cool Deal featuring Lucky T on uh, Streaming Everywhere that's a fun one if you like hip hop that is. also check out uh, Black Matter Lives by Metamorphicon that's Jesse and I's hip hop record the beat you hear now is one we're doing check out Golgothan that's his heavy metal band And check out Death of Skepsis. That's our heavy metal band. Lots of music coming at you. Thanks for joining us. Let's get into today's episode right now. Sorry, you need to apologize for a You're a soldier. You always did, uh, uh, push through and make it happen.
1: I'm going to continue to try, buddy.
0: Like that hangover you had after, what was it, Kettlebell Killer. That one time, you did that podcast yeah. anyway. Yeah, yeah, you're so right. Hangovers kick my ass, man. Can't do nothing with the headache.
1: <laughs> I'm not hungover today, thankfully.
0: Coffee, no iced coffee.
1: Hot coffee today, even though it's getting hot out again over here. All right, are we rolling? Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. Before we got started, I, I did want to have a very special message that I want to, before we get into the subjects of today, I have a special message I want to share. Um, let's see if this works.
0: Is it a poem that you wrote?
1: Uh, no, but it's very important. I think everyone needs to, needs to contribute and pay attention. All right. Let's see here. Can you see my
0: screen? Yes, it's black. All right. Here,
1: All right, here we go. Is the video coming through?
0: Yeah. That's ridiculous man <laughs> His character's great
1: Donate a natter day Donate a natter day for the children people
0: I like the flames on the 666 <laughs> It's, it's so a stupid. really good job Really good job on that video
1: That's all man Jai just uh, He just thinks this shit up man And it's fucking hilarious Anyway he, he, they had just posted that right before the podcast So I was like oh let me play so this for
0: dinner So for the listeners that was an advertisement um, From Jesse's band Golgothan For Natterday d- Donate a Natterday to One of the creatures living in this shithole Called Earth
1: <laughs> uh, That was great Anyway thank you for letting me share that uh, Two minute message appreciate it
0: Absolutely for the listeners, go watch the video. Yeah, it, it's Patreon. worth it.
1: It's worth it for that commercial.
0: Or just go to Golgothan's page.
1: Oh, go subscribe to our Patreon.
0: Yeah, that too. <laughs> so what's the first one, man? That had some interesting stuff this week.
1: Yeah, uh, so the first one was uh, about too much gold in the universe, and we do not know where it came from.
0: Hold on. Is it possible to have too much gold?
1: Um, I don't think so, but I guess uh chemically speaking um it is you want to screen but, share
0: your article all uh, right yeah
1: yeah, I can. I'll screen share this first one here. yeah, go ahead let's see. I go got ahead. everything
0: bookmarked too i'll I'll have all the links in the show notes.
1: Alright, so yeah, so basically this first article is about how it it breaks down how gold is formed, right, which to make gold you have to bind 79 protons and 118 neutrons together, Um, and that's basically an intense nuclear fusion reaction. Uh, It doesn't happen frequently, um, at least not nearby, But, however, we have a giant trove of gold that we have on Earth and elsewhere in the solar system. So it's like, where did it all come from? Um, And there's basically, if I understood the article correctly, there's two ways that this phenomenon happens, right? Uh, Collisions between neutron stars or uh, supernovas that basically spin out and send, uh, send gold out into the universe uh did i understand the article correctly whenever when i was reading through it about about that process about how that chemical process happens
0: yeah that's pretty much what i gathered to the collision and the it like flipped itself inside out on the other theory it starts spinning so fast it flipped itself inside out and all that fresh gold nuclei just goes spewing out
1: yeah so i mean i had to uh you know i went ahead and, and took a couple definitions down so that while we're talking about this article we can kind of articulate what these things mean as we're going through it. So a neutron star, all right, uh, a neutron star is a celestial object of very small radius and very high density uh, composed predominantly of closely packed neutrons. Uh, They're thought to form by a gravitational collapse of the remnant of a massive star after a supernova explosion, uh, provided that the star is insufficiently massive to produce a black hole. And then when we talk about a supernova, a supernova is a star that suddenly increases greatly in brightness because of a catastrophic explosion that ejects most of its mass. Uh, So I just wanted to uh, throw that definition out there. Uh, And then we have a star. What you're talking about is a star flipping supernova, uh, which uh, is basically a supernova that was turned inside out during its explosion. Um, That also has shed some light on a phenomenon called a neutron star kick, in which the neutron star formed in a supernova recoils during the explosion. In about a second, the core of the star collapses down from something roughly Earth-sized to a neutron star about 15 kilometers across, or a black hole, which is theoretically zero kilometers across, Um, and these neutrinos rush outwards, pushing... In falling layers of the star back out into space, so that's what a star flipping supernova is. yeah, so yeah, we have all this gold on earth and and elsewhere in the um, in the universe. And these phenomenon that we're talking about that makes that has enough energy in order to create this nuclear fusion to create gold uh, is very rare. Um, so in this article they talk about, Super there's two rare. stages, there's two stages of this question. Number one, is neutron star mergers are not enough. And number two, even with the second source, we still can't explain the observed amount
0: of gold. Yeah, because it's rare. And, and the supernova that flips inside out called a magnetorotational supernova. Did you say that?
1: I did not say that.
0: They're, they're very rare. And even when they do happen, the ones strong enough to form gold suck it back into its own black hole, even if it does make gold. Right, It's like that doesn't even, where does all the gold come from? It's so I never thought of the universe as having gold. I, I think of, uh, I'm thinking of the gold like a gas cloud. Do, do they mean just gold that you would have to mine estimated from asteroids and shit? Or is it like they I'm look out the, there? They're
1: talking about the element of gold itself. Yeah, like the element but how. Found on the periodic
0: table. How are they observing it? Are they observing it as a gas? Because, you know, they see helium and carbon and these things by the light that makes it through. They measure the phase of the light. So they're like, oh, this is helium because it's only so much light getting through. Is is it gold mixed up with all those gases in the ether? Or are they estimating pockets of gold
1: uh, can gold even exist in a gaseous state like that?
0: That's what I'm wondering because it doesn't make sense. I'm not sense. smart
1: enough to know that. Let's find out.
0: I, I never thought of gold.
1: Oh, yeah, you can. It can exist as a gas. You just need so to pass its boiling point. For they, gold, yeah. that's 2,856 degrees Celsius, which is 5,173
0: degrees Fahrenheit. Jesus hot. Christ. So I guess it would be out there. Floating around like a powder. That's weird. I never thought about gold like that in the universe. I would have thought it was like pocketed in asteroids and planets.
1: Well, so after reading this article, I did a little bit more digging and uh, came across this one when I just kind of did some research. Well, how did gold get to our planet? And this one kind of just breaks down that, hey, gold basically got to us from asteroids and comets that pounded the Earth. Hmm. so um
0: that must a be the book of, uh, of the gold out there
1: yeah uh it's so apparently asteroids that you know asteroids with all these heavy metals like iron and, and stuff like that also carried gold with them that that i guess was uh formed during the big bang um during that that nuclear fusion process and uh over the millions of millions of years that Earth has been around um, has slammed into us enough times to have all these deposits. That's basically what I got from it.
0: Yeah. they Gold also forms in volcanoes. Did you know that?
1: I did not know that.
0: I think I have that bookmarked. Facts about gold. Gold forms... Yeah. Forms deep in the volcanoes. Like uh, six miles below the surface. All the pressure. Sorry, I'm looking for the share, share screen button. All the pressure. Forms gold with silica and carbon. Way down yonder. And whenever the water... I mean, I don't have uh, spots to read from in here. I just remember earthquakes turn water into gold. Yeah, the water lubricates the plate tectonics. The plate tectonics shift and way below the surface. That's what it was. They don't think volcanoes do it, but earthquakes do because all Hmm. that pressure gets released. And when the carbon and silica and gold shoot up because there's gold way down there, it shoots up, and then the silica crystallizes over time, and you get quartz. And that's where the gold rush came from was quartz mines. Quartz uh, coming down river with the gold in California. So that's why quartz and gold are found together because that's where the gold came up from an earthquake. I don't think it creates gold, but
1: but it just re- resurfaced it more or less from. Yeah. From yeah. like below like the mantle or the,
0: around the core. Yeah, the fault jug suddenly opens wider, like pulling the lid off a pressure cooker. So the the void vaporizes, flashing steam, forcing silica, which forms mineral quartz and gold out of the fluids. And um, it doesn't. It takes a, a while for it to do, but in New Zealand, New Zealand's Alpine Fault, one of the world's fastest could build a mineable deposit in a hundred thousand years so gold out there in the universe gold coming up from earthquakes
1: yeah reading just from this other article so gold like most heavy metals are forged inside stars through a process called nuclear fusion in the beginning following the big bang only two elements were formed hydrogen and helium A few hundred million years after the Big Bang, the first stars were blazing away with their nuclear fires. These nuclear fires forced lighter elements together to make slightly heavier elements and these nuclear reactions released a huge amount of energy. Gradually, the early stars began making elements such as carbon, nitrogen, oxygen, working their way up through the periodic table towards iron. Um, Once the earlier stars ran out of light elements to burn, they kicked in on the heavier ones. Uh, Finally, as they burnt silicon to make iron, they exploded as a supernova, and for a few short moments, each star would release as much energy as all the regular stars in in that galaxy put together. God dang. Yeah, in that cataclysmic explosion for the first time, atoms of gold were manufactured and then hurled out into the universe along with other debris from that explosion. On Earth, gold finally reaches us some 200 million years after the formation of the planet when meteorites packed with gold and other metals bombarded its surface.
0: That's too long. 200 million years? And then during the
1: formation of Earth, molten iron sank to its center to make the core, and this took with it the vast majority of the planet's precious metals, such as gold and platinum. In fact, there are enough precious metals in the core to cover the entire surface of Earth with a 4-meter-thick layer. So what you're saying with the earthquakes definitely makes sense because, you know, during the formation of the earth, all those precious metals basically sank down into the core. And I guess the earthquakes are generating enough uh, energy to shove those, the, the gold out of the core back, back up towards the crust here. So You know,
0: when when I was on that short tour with Alfred and the Tednators, we met up with Roman. Did I tell you about that? Mm-mm. <clears throat> roman was i knew he was was. living on the yuba river because i had followed him on on facebook so i saw that he was at the yuba river i knew we were passing that way so i got in touch with him dude he gave us this cool camping spot location for free and told us where to go we would have never found this it was up in northern california like an hour out of sacramento and some mountain little village and mean, we, we pitched our tents in these big redwoods for free. I was like, thank you, Roman. So then the next day we went to meet Roman and he told us where to go. There's no service. so I'm super surprised. Like we were able to load the map. And so we found his van that he was sleeping in <laughs> and he told me there's no service here. So I will leave directions for you on a piece of paper on my van. So I'm like, I guess this is his van. So we're like looking around the van, trying not to seem creepy, My trying God. to... So I found the paper. You know, Roman, like this is so Roman. It was awesome. So I found the paper and it he describes like you turn around, you go back over the bridge, you take a left. And the, our music video for Lucky Little Quick Draw is all video clips from that day at the Yuba River where we went meet Roman. I don't think he's in the video. I got a picture... Of it, but yeah, if you go watch the music video, the video of us walking on the trail is us following this paper. Like, so that's kind of cool.
1: He was panning for gold out there, huh?
0: Yeah, he had tools, he was panning for gold, and he told he found some. He had a little thing with some gold mm-hmm. in that river, and um, he there was someone else panning for gold. They found like a big chunk that was worth a hundred and something thousand dollars. What? Yeah, that's what he said. He... I, I believe it.
1: Yeah, he he came and uh he came and stayed with me for I don't know about four or five days. Uh right after he I guess he was doing that cuz he he came, he had his he showed what me his that? gold painting. It had to have been around whenever you guys went on on that short tour, I guess, because he drove in his van uh, all the way to Louisiana. Uh he stayed with me down here with his dog, with his uh husky that he it had. Was,
0: yeah, yeah, it was in the summer. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I want to say it was in the summer. Yeah. Was a girl with him? Yep. Okay. She stayed with us too? Yep.
0: Yeah, yeah, we met her.
1: Yep, and he showed me his little gold vial that he had. Yeah. Yeah, did Roman he tell has you... a interesting life, bro.
0: Yeah, I like Roman. Did he tell you um the dream he had? No. Oh, you Maybe
1: know I don't remember
0: He told us about a dream. It was like a visionary dream where it's sh- like. I forgot how it happened. It was like an orb of white light that was talking to him. And then everything in the dream happened. Like he met the girl and then was at the river. It was a cool story. Cool dream. I don't Home remember the details. Interesting cat, bro. Yeah. Interesting dude, bro. Telling us this dream with the Yuba River. Dude, this river was beautiful, man. You got to go watch that music video and check out the clips from this, this spot. Uh, yeah, I
1: definitely have to now. Uh, it's have cool. that story fucking for sure. Yeah. So maybe yeah. we should just quit doing all this, quit the podcast, quit bands, and everything. we're just going to go pan for gold, bro. Fuck
0: it. Bro, we can keep the podcast and and just keep Skyping, and we can just live in a van literally down by the well, river and pan for Well, gold. For,
1: if we're living in a van, bro, we don't have to Skype, bro. We'll just record the shit actually in person together.
0: I got a waterproof GoPro. We could do it panning for gold. Fuck yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. Put my job. I would love to do that. Tell Have the podcast.
1: Sell them my fuck possessions.
0: Yeah, man. A podcast to eat. pay the bills. You just hit the road and make podcasts. And I mean, who 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 wouldn't want to do that, right? Well,
1: most of society, I guess. I don't know. Bunch of pussies. <laughs> anyway. So yeah, th- th- I thought it was an interesting uh, article, man. Well,
0: they found stuff. The find the conclusion of the article, right?
1: yeah what am I missing here
0: um I want to load up the bookmark from carbon to uranium
1: so past studies were right that that neutron star collisions release a shower of gold but the studies didn't account for the rarity of those collisions it's hard to precisely estimate how often tiny neutron stars themselves the ultra dense remnants of ancient supernovas slam together but it's certainly not very common. Scientists have only seen it happen once.
0: Only once. Even so how rough, would it make all that gold? Right.
1: Even rough estimates show they don't collide nearly often enough to have produced all the gold found in the solar system. Yeah, but okay, so we've only observed it once. However, I mean, how long have we had the equipment and the the yeah. scientific knowledge to even look for these types of events in the universe? When we're talking over the course of billions of years of these events happening. Yeah. And then whenever one of these events does happen, how much how much gold does get released out into the to the universe, you know? So I get what they're saying. Like it does seem extremely unlikely that the that these events are the only things that produce gold. But
0: it would be like in that COVID lockdown article we talked about last week, if they took that information and then ran with it. And said gold comes from neutron stars colliding. And then all the other scientists are like, We don't have enough data, but they run with it anyway. It's kind of the right. same thing. It's like there's just not enough data. Billions of years. Yeah. I mean it's a long time. Yeah.
1: I mean we have not had time. the ability to observe these events for billions of years. We've had it for like a hundred. Like one hundred years. Yeah. Maybe. So and we've yeah. already seen one event. So
0: that's the way maybe
1: yeah, we're, we're our perspective is wrong on that.
0: But their um, paper, who was it, Kobayashi? Kobayashi. Yeah.
1: So Kobayashi and her colleagues published uh, the in the Astrophys- Astrophysical Journal um, a paper that. Uh, let's see here.
0: The link is in the show notes as well. Uh, I,
1: September 15 Astroph- has one big extremely thorough. Dude,
0: um, I, I can't make sense of anything in that. I in know that they're thing. way too smart. To reach a deeper understanding of the origin of elements in the periodic table, we construct galactic chemical evolution models for all stable elements from C open parentheses A equals 12. Hold on, where's that other stuff? M with the little wavy line, 20 to 50 M. What, what is all this shit?
1: People way smarter than us figuring this shit out oh. is what it is.
0: Okay, continue.
1: Uh, no, you're good. That's but your... um, basically the paper that, that Kobe, Kobayashi wrote, uh, it referenced 341 other publications um, so it was extremely thorough. Three and times few-
0: as much as the average. from what yep. see. And then
1: using this approach, they were able to explain the formations of atoms as light as carbon 12 and as heavy as u- uranium 238. Um, and mostly the math worked out. Um, neutron star collisions, for example, produce strontium in their model that matches observations of strontium in space after the one neutron star collision scientists have directly observed. Magneto rotational supernovas did explain the presence of europium in their model, another atom that we have had trouble explaining in the past. But gold continues to remain. So I guess the math just isn't adding up on. Um, the amount of gold we have here on earth and in the universe and then what is released in these events when they when they take place
0: and that's why chicks love gold because gold doesn't make any sense chicks love things that have drama you know what i mean and gold it's like nothing but nothing but drama you know
1: Kobayashi said something out there that scientists don't know about must be making gold or it's possible that neutron star collisions make way more gold than existing models suggest. In either case, we still have a lot of work to do before we can explain where all that fancy bling comes from.
0: I know where it comes from, dude.
1: Aliens.
0: No, 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 no. See the, the magneto rotational supernovas that are large enough to produce gold and then suck them back into their own black hole. The gold comes from We're on the other side of that black hole We're in the other dimension We're in the wormhole Yeah the gold's going through wormholes Makes and sense then it, And then it comes into the center of the earth And it comes up
1: That's it We've, yeah. We just
0: solved it What the fuck are these scientists
1: doing with all these farmers bro Just come talk to us
0: Yeah I mean I applied at all these colleges I didn't get admitted once And it's like why Why
1: you got it figured out already.
0: What's wrong Whatever. with my theories?
1: Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, uh gold. Don't know where it comes from.
0: Don't know where it comes from. Now the
1: next article, you get to take that one because it's is 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 all about quantum uh quantum physics.
0: Quasi particle anions. And
1: quant and this one confuses the fuck out of me. I did I tried my best to understand it but uh go ahead take it away
0: <laughs> i got you
1: so yeah. basically uh, we have a uh, new evidence that the quantum world is even stranger than we thought with these new particles that they're talking about in this article called anions or anions. how do you Ani- say that
0: anyons because they anions. take on any kind of oh um,
1: anions, anyons
0: yeah. yeah yeah um i don't want to share my notes i'm sharing this article Basically
1: is good because it has the the actual uh diagram of the geometric uh inference
0: interfer- device, inter- in- inter- interference device. interferometer. Yeah,
1: interferometer that they use to observe the different states of these particles.
0: So what happens is the anions are formed when a large mass of excited electrons braid around each other. And this doesn't happen in nature, only in the lab. So, when they braid around each other, the charges that start to get formed are fractional charges. They're a fraction of one charge or a fraction of negative charge, proton, not protons. Uh, yeah protons and electrons are the two things they understand it's like one charge and negative one charge but the anions have a fraction charge and they did it electrons are fermions photons photons of light and radio waves see before um, before we discovered like or before they they
1: really started looking to these anyons, they had two types of particles, right? Fermions and bosons.
0: Yeah. Fermions are electrons. Bosons are photons, light and radio waves. Yep. And they create a, the anyons create a non-trivial phase, phase change as they braid or wrap around each other. That gives the anyons a memory of their interactions, which reminds me of blockchain or encryption. Like, as it continues down, it encrypts itself, connects to the last, which is very interesting. They identified this anion by routing electrons through a specific maze-like nanostructure. I will show you this nanostructure. I found something interesting on the nanostructure.
1: Because of its unique geometrical shape
0: FBI pedo symbols
1: (laughs) Are you serious? (laughs) Oh my god We find it everywhere Even in uh, talk of quantum Quantum mechanics and quantum physics
0: If Purdue thinks they're going to get by They're not Because I caught them Something's going on in the basement at Purdue so they made a nanostructure, called it, that's, that's so wild, an interferometer. They sent the electrons through it. Uh, they didn't send it through it. They guided them through it. How did it say that? Look, I, I made a note. See, article, Pick pedo symbol. <laughs> it's made of gallium arsenide and ali, aluminum gallium arsenide. The device called interferometer confines the electrons to move in a two-dimensional path. They cooled it to within a hundredth degree of absolute zero and subjected it to a Tesla 9 magnetic field. The electrical resistance of the interferometer generated an interference pattern. So the magnetic field caused an electrical resistance in this nanostructure while the electrons go through it. The interference pattern is called a pyjama plot. Pajama. The ju- the jumps in that pattern were the indicators of the existence of anion. I don't know how to read the jumps in the pattern, but you can see it in that original picture. It's offset. Oh yeah. So in the fact the, uh, yeah the top of the article yeah. I guess this is some electrical current, and it jumps. And the jump must mean there's not a whole number going on with the charge. It must mean it's fractional. So it's like a new quantum particle discovered, but it doesn't happen in nature, only in a lab.
1: Yeah, and then as they continue to build new interferometers, they'll have the ability to control the location and the number of quasi-particles in the chamber, which will allow them to... um, Demand and change the interference pattern that they choose, which is going to help them, basically in the long run, help us uh, with quantum computing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. it's so, a con- And, it, it,
1: yeah. and Purdue actually has the labs and the equipment available in order to be able to do that. I didn't understand uh, I what was, they meant. I thought it was interesting also that um, the characteristic of the... It, it, because of the, the behavior depends on the number of times the particles are braided or looped around each other, they're more robust in their properties than other quantum particles, and the characteristic is said to be topological because it depends on the, de- the geometry of the system and may eventually lead to much more sophisticated enion structures that can be used to build stable topological quantum computers.
0: Isn't that wild? I bet the most effective shape would be a pyramid shape. They're probably going to make all their pyramid. Um, they're pro- dude, if Microsoft comes out with a quantum computer,
1: computer.
0: Dude, they're going to cut co- Microsoft's going to come out with a quantum computer for the commercial class for us to buy. It's going to be twenty nine ninety nine. dollars
1: 99 You mean... Uh, yeah, not the commercial class, but the public sector.
0: Public sector. Yeah. That's what I meant. Yeah. And it's going to be shaped like a pyramid. And it's going to be black. It's going to be a quantum computer. Dude, I'm telling you. And it's going to use... Pyramid anion structures and it's gonna spy on you. They're gonna report you to the local government owned by the company. Just outside of Lafayette, Microsoft's gonna have a little government over there. So <laughs> and it's... because you got their little anion structure quantum computer, you're contracted to their government. They catch you slipping. Dude, it's dark times ahead. Dark times ahead. But that's pretty interesting that the shape of it. Not the amount of electrons together in whatever shape, just... What is that? There must be some kind of flow of electricity that changes depending on the path it takes, which is dependent on the shape. It's some weird oblong shape, and you got like a vortex of electricity here.
1: And they're also putting these electrons in extreme conditions. Yeah. Excited
0: mass of electrons under extreme specific circumstances. Not found in nature. Like they They said something weird at Purdue quote we have the technology to grow gallium arsenide semiconductors. What does grow mean
1: um, i don't I don't know they they might need to
0: or am I overthinking it
1: It might literally need to grow it. I don't know, I'm not well versed enough in the science of this to to understand it. It might be, literally be something they have to grow in a lab. It's weird. But hey, uh, that's Drew Brees's. Uh, that's our boy's college, right? Purdue. Oh, Drew Brees. That's his college. Yeah, that's where he went to went to school. That.
0: Oh, um, okay.
1: And I think it's in Lafayette, Indiana. If I'm not mistaken, yeah, it is. And we we played at Gothen played a show in Lafayette, Indiana that show at the at a bowling alley that I was telling you about a couple maybe four or five podcasts ago where it was just we were the only band on the show and everyone was like what the fuck is going on when <laughs> we got on stage
0: cuz y'all dress up y'all have demonic costumes
1: so yeah if you watch the commercial, just... if you watch the commercial at the beginning of the video that is uh the the guy doing the the uh, talking in the commercial is uh, our singer and that's how he looks on stage
0: well, that's a mild version because he's at least wearing an everyday shirt. He's not wearing a cape. Yeah. Well,
1: sometimes sometimes he does just wear. Sometimes he does wear a shirt like that, but he always okay. has contacts in and makeup on and shit like that.
0: Oh, so it was contacts. I thought it was a special yeah. effect. Okay. But
1: yeah. So I got a, I got a chance to, while we were waiting for the show. I got a chance to hang around the Purdue uh, campus and go to a couple uh, record stores and bookstores that were right there. It was pretty cool.
0: How was that? any cool books uh
1: not really actually uh probably spent more time in the uh, the record store than than anything.
0: Oh, you hipster. Yeah. yeah. Oh, what were you doing flipping through old vinyls of uh, Miles Davis and No,
1: I was trying to find like Britney Spears vinyls and and shit like that.
0: You know. Oh, I found the classic Duke Ellington on Broadway Record on vinyl. Oh, it's to die for. They actually had cassettes there too. It was kind of, I was like, who the fuck is uh,
1: buying this shit?
0: Hey, I'm shitting. I'm shitting on that, but I got Duke Ellington right here.
1: Yeah, see? Fuck you.
0: Yeah. I just moved my records in here. Look, Look, old Duke. Can't see. I can't see. Got that. It's there. It's there. I also have my CD case autographed by Amberlin. Can't see that either. But remember Amberlin? Yeah, I
1: do remember Amberlin.
0: It came to Kai Alpha the Sun, my CD case. Oh, Mr. Fane is here. Yeah. Before they got big. Not a big deal. Not a big deal. Oh, that's how they do it. The anion structures. <laughs> I read it earlier. A non trivial phase change as they wrap around each other. So it has to do with the phases of electricity as they. So it must be the flow of electricity getting. Yeah, and I but, thought one of the whole big things about quantum
1: quantum, com- <laughs> quantum computing and quantum mechanics, and I, we probably sound like fucking <laughs> morons talking about this, but uh, was that... It, I know I do. I'm all stuttering. I, I do. <clears throat> Where, yeah, I mean, this no, you very sound good. good.
0: Uh, You're the guy with the good voice. I'm the guy that sounds like he has brain damage.
1: <laughs> I, we, I probably have brain damage. I've literally had several head injuries, so... Me too. Uh,
0: A garage door fell on my head when I was a kid on my soft spot. It hit me twice. I know I have to have brain damage. Yeah.
1: Remember that old house on Madison Street? Yeah. You remember the Madison house?
0: Yeah. You got drunk and fell on your head.
1: Yeah. Knocked out cold.
0: Damn, dude. That's brutal.
1: Yeah. I was snoring like immediately. So definitely. Oh, it
0: was like that, huh?
1: Oh, yeah. Like I fell off the. Well, I was sitting on the handrail and like we were playing around and. Someone shoved me, like, just fucking around with me, and I fell. F- yeah, that was a pretty tall handrail, and I fell from the handrail and hit my head on the... You know how they had the little stone steps right there? Yeah. I hit my head on the stone steps and, like, landed on Who's the ground. Who's the
0: asshole that pushed you?
1: I don't oh. remember. But uh, they said I was just... I was snoring immediately when I fell, so... Oh, no. I just woke up to an ambulance right there. I'm like, what the fuck is an ambulance doing here?
0: Well, you were, right out,
1: you were out that long? I was out a long time. Holy yeah. fuck, dude. I was out, out, out. And I had bad headaches and shit after that for a while. Yeah, I definitely have brain damage. Probably, probably a little a little little retarded. Um
0: Well, I couldn't tell. I know you can tell if you can tell with me, like, oh, this guy might have some yeah.
1: brain damage. So you listen to podcasts with two two people brain damage, folks. Uh yeah. 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 But no, the whole thing with con- quantum at least one of the aspects of quantum physics is that the particles change depending on the state depending on whether you observe them or not so is this discovery of these anyons and the way that we're able to make them react by going forcing them into these extreme conditions and going through these uh these mazes with the specific geometry uh, is that allowing us to predict the state in which these particles exist in more accurately which will allow us to create these quantum computers is that kind of what we're what this article is getting at or am I completely off base and not understanding what the fuck we're talking about?
0: That's pretty interesting. I don't think the article is getting at that but I think it naturally connects to that. I think that would be like the part two of this article is how that what is that called? the The light Slit experiment, where when you observe it, it goes right mm-hmm. yeah right. yeah yeah, that's because that's kind of at play here because you are predictively manipulating the performance of those same electrons that under other circumstances you can't predict and manipulate right, so that might actually be the driving factor behind a quantum computers being able this the quantum computer possibility might be the part two of understanding that light slit experiment this might be where that leads understanding yeah this might be that
1: well i mean because it alludes to the quantum the the ability to build stable quantum computers in the future with this with this discovery so and which
0: whenever that happens bam there's a lot of observation going on at a quantum level in this experiment I mean, there's a lot. It has to cross over to that theory. Interesting. See, I think that the fall on your head made you like a genius, like Rain Man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> sure. <laughs>
1: okay, let me go refill my coffee real quick, and then we'll uh we'll carry on here. Is that okay? Okay. Yeah. Second.
0: The Illuminati Telegraph.
1: All right.
0: I'm back. He's back. So that's it for those anion structures, which is pretty wild. Um, I always like breakthroughs in quantum physics.
1: That'd be really amazing to see what we can do with quantum computers, especially once we get them to a state where they're stable and we can, you know, um, utilize them for God knows what.
0: Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> I, have an, I have enough computing power here to do what I need to do. I don't even have a new computer. It's 10 years old. What do I need a quantum computer for? What am I going to do?
1: Well, I don't know.
0: I don't understand. I I mean, for rocket ships going to Mars, you know, I get it. But the thing about the quantum world for me is, see, I believe in the spirit realm, but not in the spirit way. I think it's quantum. I think our consciousness and these... Brain waves that we emit alpha delta theta and the other ones I think there's a lot of quantum radio wave activity to do with consciousness and existence. it's not just a meat body, it's quantum, you know what I mean, yeah, so <clears throat> after we die, you know i just I just think it you know ghosts, people see ghosts, people see things if we give Give them the credit they deserve it could be quantum apparitions quantum glitches maybe your brain tapped into a signal that glitched because something happened i just think it might be quantum what's on the other side and the more we understand about the quantum world i think the closer we get to understanding that other side that's my theory Yeah.
1: I mean that is true. That is weird. As some people are more sensitive to spirits, I guess you would say, and shit like that, or even um, being able to read. You know how like you can meet someone and you just get like a man, a vibe, like hey, this is a fucking bad person. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah the like, whole gut really instinct good
0: thing, like your yeah, gut. Like,
1: where does that fucking come from? Right? Is that? I think that's something happening at the quantum level, or yeah. You know. Maybe
0: we have like a really refined way of taking in the whole energy of a person's body language without articulating it we can just tell something's off or maybe it actually is a mixture of brain waves and maybe they're putting off weird odors because their body is really unhealthy inside and we're our guts pushing away from it i don't know but yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of things that happen in the ghost world I mean, there's so many people that see ghosts. They can't all be full of shit because most of these people aren't people that even believe in ghosts. Like, I know a guy that doesn't do the whole ghost thing. He's a left brain person. But that person had an experience that they don't talk about because it was, like, what... Like a, Good, unexplainable. Yeah, a cup is by my parents' house down the road. The neighbor of me... Being a kid, you know, that's the neighbor and their son was my brother's friend and blah, blah, blah. Just remember that house. I went there a few times in that house. Apparently it's super haunted. Everybody that's been there and like my childhood circle of people experienced stuff and including this person I'm talking about, something flew across the room and shattered. And that person doesn't even ever talk about the story because they don't buy that shit. But if hmm. you bring it up, they'll, they'll be like, "Yeah, I don't know what that was." So I'm just like, "Man, maybe, maybe there's just quantum stuff that happens, little glitches." Yeah. Because where right. does consciousness go after you die? It's a very quantum thing.
1: Like uh, the the house that uh, Jai doesn't believe the the vocalist for Goth and Jai doesn't believe in ghosts. But so they moved into this house that they're in now. And they had an old lady that had been living there forever, and she died in the house. And dude, he is now convinced that that it's it's haunted because, and he doesn't believe in ghosts and shit because, like, pictures will fall off the wall and shit just out of nowhere. Like shit would just go missing for no fucking reason. Um, just really weird shit. And you know, Jai and his uh, fiancee are. <laughs> they have, let's say, just we we'll just call it some sacrilegious artwork in their house and uh, the hanging on the walls, and that's the type of shit that always gets flown, flown, flown off the wall and shit like that. And it happens often, and both really? him, yeah, him and his wow. uh, his fiance uh, or wife or whatever you want to call her, uh, just are always experiencing that shit. So, um, and it's yeah, I, I that's where we go to record and shit like that. It's uh, definitely a creepy old. It was just a creepy old house in in the Saint Streets in Lafayette. Um, Weird, but yeah, he doesn't. But what my point is, like, he doesn't believe in any of that shit. Like, he doesn't believe in ghosts or none of that bullshit. And
0: it happens pretty frequently, I guess. Yeah,
1: pretty wow. frequently.
0: My yeah. wife believes in ghosts. She they're they're big into ghosts in Thailand, <clears throat> in my wife's village, Pluk Deng. There's this highway that connects to Rayong, Rayong City. And there was a major fire, if I'm remembering this correctly, that killed a lot of people in like a factory or like Mm -hmm. a rubber tree farm or something. And now a lot of Thai people don't drive down that highway at night. It's like a thing, like just not at night. Make sure your car is good. Make sure you have gas if you're going to go down there Um, because they see people.
1: Hmm, weird. And
0: it's like a thing there, like we don't drive down here a lot at night. Or if you do, make sure it's good. And my wife saw a ghost. And my wife's not a conspiracy. You know, she's she's not into that stuff. Yeah, she's pretty reasonable. Yeah, yes. Yeah, she's pretty reasonable. <laughs> she's
1: not brain damaged like us.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, She was a nurse. And they wait at the front of their hospital with big glass windows. And they admit people that come in because they get mm-hmm. dropped off in this big circle thing. So you could see everything. And there was an the old man at the window. A uh, car came in and left. And nobody helped the old man. I think Ford went away to do something and came back. She was like, did anybody help the old man? And um, they said, what old man? And she described this old man and they were all there. Like I went over the story with her several times just the other day, like a week ago, week and a half ago, we went over it again. And she said, no, we can all see. We're all there to watch for people. So they're all there watching. She's the only one who saw the old man. Nobody else saw him. And they spent like 10 or 15 minutes walking around the complex looking for him. What? And they never found him. And Ford's like, it must have been a ghost because it sounded like they were busy. I was like, wait, so are, are they helping patients? Are they over here? Are they over there? And she's like, no, we're there watching. I'm the only one who saw this guy. And we never found him. Well, they never found him after they looked forever. So that's a weird story that she holds on to. And she's not a conspiracy. Like, she doesn't have to... Has she had, had any other... Uh, ghost
1: experiences or spirit experiences?
0: Uh maybe, but that's the only one I remember her telling me specifically. So, just the whole ghost thing. I've never seen a ghost. I know I feel really strong energies if I go somewhere I know is haunted, which I don't often go, but you know, sometimes you go to a place <clears throat> like um hook hook. What's that hook? It's it's this bridge outside of Crowley Roberts, in Roberts Cove. We went there together. We did? Yeah. Long time ago?
1: Well, it's You go through rain to get to it, right? You take the rain exit.
0: I only remember the going bridge. there once, and it was before I knew you, so you and me went there again? Maybe,
1: maybe I went there without you, but I know the bridge you're talking about is in the middle of the woods. Yeah. Yeah, on it's like uh it's like I wanna say it's a gravel road too. I mean, you get to new Maybe new we drove through it. Yeah.
0: I remember this one time I went we got out the car and we we're gonna to walk to the location of apparently whatever happened. And I was terrified, dude. Like I don't really give a fuck about being out in the dark if I'm with people. Yeah. It's out there in the woods. But I was like I couldn't shake it. I couldn't shake this absolutely terrified feeling I had. I mean i don't know what it is maybe it's just a mindset you're going in there knowing it's haunted and everyone's building it up but i was that truly terrified
1: do, like a placebo type of effect
0: yeah very yeah. well it could be i don't know i i'm
1: I, i'm kind of with you like I, i'm skeptical but there's also too many people that i've had experiences and stories for me to just completely say oh there's no there's nothing to that you know what i mean
0: yeah, and I think like like I haven't personally
1: experienced it so it's hard for me to be like uh oh yeah, there's definitely ghosts out there, spirits, you know, roaming, but uh you know, I know too many people that have had those experiences that aren't don't necessarily subscribe to that thought thought pattern and
0: yeah. I also think it, there could be good quantum ex- explanations to
1: right, and it could be uh, yeah, you're right. If this could be something that's happening at the quantum level that we just we don't have the understanding to to grasp grasp yet.
0: Because all the crazy stuff that happens out there in the universe. I mean, you're talking that electron uh, quantum entanglement, where the same electron can be across the universe and react immediately with no delay. They're like one and yeah. the same. There's the black holes, just the existence of that. Supernovas, the forming of galaxies. I mean, the things that happen in reality, like right now, happening out there, are so wild. How how could they're not... How could it be ridiculous to think there's a quantum explanation to maybe another dimension glitching in and out? Or somebody's conscious energy is still lingering... I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I go back to the Egyptian Book of the Dead and how the Orion rituals, the Osirian rituals about going to Orion, the journey through the stars, your soul. I was like, what if that? Because science is going full circle back to Eastern mysticism, because we thought they understood what a, what the fundamental nature of the existence was, which was the atom, and then now in our modern world, which I think I have talked about this before, they that's why CERN exists is because I still don't ex- understand the fundamental nature of an atom. Cause whenever you break it down, there's nothing there. So it's like, it circles back to ancient Taoist Eastern mysticism, how I, I don't know. I don't know how to form that thought, but our, our understanding of physics crumbles at the quantum level. And yeah, a way, a way a lot of the logic returns to Eastern mysticism, where it's it's like your mind controls the matter. If you observe the electron, it changes behavior, like your mind. And then at the fundamental nature of like this speaker, or this these atoms, there's nothing there, because at the heart of that atom, there's like so much space between the electrons that there's actually more space in this matter than there is matter. It's like everything just kind of crumbles. So, I just think, like, I forgot what I was saying, but quantum physics, I think, is the answer to the to the spirit side.
1: I think you might you might be on to something there with that. I mean, we really don't have a great understanding of, of what's happening, obviously, in, in quantum physics. We're still learning about it. Maybe uh,
0: I, too, became a genius right yeah, after the garage door so. landed on my head. I I was also bombing down the hill at Gerard Park on my bike one day. I was like thirteen. Oh, yeah. I hit a pothole over the handlebars. Boom! Right on my head. Huge flash. I got up all wobbly. Mm. So that I took yeah, took a hard hit there. Brain damage. So the next one was uh, the Stonehenge sound properties, which there really wasn't much there. No, other than something it? cool.
1: Yeah, I just the so. They basically built a small scale model of Stonehenge that tested the acoustic properties of it.
0: A 112th um, scale.
1: 112th scale with a 3D printer. Um, they, and
0: even they, were... recreated, Go ahead. they even recreated the stuff that's not there anymore because it was destroyed. Like the original Stonehenge layout. They made sure to put. I guess there's some big boulders that are broken and shit. So they. Rebuilt it with laser scan.
1: Which we know from a previous uh, episode that Stonehenge wa- was potentially constructed as a scale model of the Earth and the Moon. Mm-hmm. Go listen to uh, our Randall Carlson episodes for information on that. Um, Yeah, so they recreated it. Even the missing components, like you're saying, they treated the... Uh... Let's see here. And they even treated the uh, they, the simulated stones were treated to replicate the acoustical properties of the actual stones in England. They set up speakers and microphones in and around the model and tested its uh, acoustical features. They consisted of, the testing consisted of playing chirping noises and went from very low to very high frequencies, and then data from the microphones was was recorded and analyzed. Um, they found that the physical properties of stone such as the makeup and shape contributed to the reverberation inside the monument. More specifically, they found that the time of decay to 60 decibels was 0.6 seconds inside the monument, but not outside of it. Such a degree of reverberation would have enhanced verbal communications inside the monument. and It would have made music and drums sound better, kind of similar to the way it is done in music recordings today. Um They also noted there would not have been an echo due to the way that the stones were arranged with some place just outside of the circle. And they don't think it was built strictly for its acoustical properties, but um, it's just an added feature of it.
0: I thought it was interesting that they found up to 60 decibels, there's 0.6 seconds of reverb, how it was consistent to be on that 60 that 60 numerical value of the ancient Babylonian system. Yeah. Six, six, six. <clears throat> and the 60, um, 60 minutes in an hour, 60 seconds in a minute, 30 days in a month, 60. But, you know
1: how, the, how fucking smart were they to have figured that out back then with none of the instrumentation that we have today, how to construct this structure that would allow it basically be kind of like a, um, I don't know, I guess an amphitheater That didn't require a PA If you're hosting these events And probably doing these uh, rituals Hosting uh, these uh, events Well, probably uh, uh, rituals related to Observing yeah. the cosmos, you know
0: Like a big murder ritual Alright everybody, the a few announcements Thanks for showing up There's like a dude tied down on the rock ah.
1: There's probably some of that shit going on too but yeah, they, had, they, had, they were pretty smart to have figured out how to construct that to where they can, ha- they can basically uh, project their voices. Do
0: you, do you think it was chance or you think that was deliberate? Because that seems like a pretty good reverb, 0. 0.6 seconds of reverb. If you're a mixing person and you add reverb to dry track, it creates a lot of depth. It really makes it bigger, and you can hear it better. So it really does make a difference, a good reverb on your voice. If you need to, do you think it was by chance? Because that's pretty specific. Mm. 0.6 seconds. How did they measure 0. 0.6 seconds back in the day?
1: I don't think it's by chance because if you look at the way that Stonehenge was constructed and then the accuracy with, with which it was built in terms of uh, being a model of the Earth and the Moon and the orbit between them, they did a lot of things, what it seems like super deliberately. I mean,
0: yeah. I, we, I don't, we don't know for sure, right? This is just purely speculation, but... I'm just thinking it's much harder to measure the duration of sound back in the day without devices. Maybe they it, had indeed? devices. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that reminds me of the Emerald Tablets of Thoth. Are you familiar with Thoth? I know. Uh, Hermes Trismegistus?
1: No, break it down.
0: Um, the God of Wisdom... And science and math and and stuff, he in Greek or Roman mythology he's Hermes Tresmegestus that taught everybody, or whatever. And but in super ancient times it's it's Toth, um, and he alleged super ancient times like Sumerian times like yeah, old as far back as it goes. He's the guy. He's the he's one of the Atlantean. He's one of the Atlanteans, one of the children of light. back in the atlantis days there were like 12 gods that were beyond human but they were living as human in a physical body and they recruited um some humans to be in with the sacred knowledge and the sacred wisdoms and toth was one of those humans so he was given
1: Sacred knowledge.
0: Yeah, he was given all the science and all the stuff. Allegedly he would be the guy that taught us agriculture and everything at Gobekli Tepe. Because science still doesn't know how our like agriculture came out just out of nowhere. They don't really know. But Toth allegedly built the pyramids. Hmm. He is allegedly the builder of the pyramids and he talks about having left a a, a chamber under the paw of the Sphinx with secret wisdom in it, and they have done laser scans and they found these chambers. They haven't gotten into the chambers yet, so that's what's really interesting. Mm. But they Why found, haven't we gotten into the chambers yet. Is it? They just gotta, don't wanna... There's no entrance. You got to like destroy your way through it. They want to do For more certain. scans. They yeah. want to just take their time and do more scans, and and you've also got big academia in Cairo, Egypt that, you know, you got the crooked part of it all. They don't want this truth to get out. They want to, like, you know, slow down. I got my whole career on this thing.
1: Yeah, I was watching uh, uh, something on Netflix. There's this thing on Netflix about this tomb they were uncovering in Egypt, and I watched watched the documentary on it, and yeah, the way they, uh, it's a whole industry over there. Egyptology and the archaeological aspects of it. And, like, them getting funding for the government, like, they have to present some type of findings or else they won't get funding for the next year from the government. And yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. You ha- it's like you got to make a discovery.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then they don't like—the other thing is they don't like outsiders. They don't like foreigners coming over, foreign archaeologists coming over and actually— um, participating in the study of, of this stuff because they feel like it's their 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 history they should be the ones that own it and it's also the, you know it's taking jobs from them when we do that so um it feels like there could be a little bit of corruption in there that slows the progress on what we can discover from the from all the ancient shit that's over there in Egypt yeah you know
0: yeah there's a lot more to the process than just finding the truth it's it turns into just x's and o's paperwork bullshit
1: it was pretty amazing though like seeing them pull like these they found like this uh goddess statue they just pulled out of the like as they're doing digging pulling on the stands like i just couldn't imagine the feeling of like being over there uh digging through a bunch of fucking sand and all of a sudden you find this thing that's like four thousand years old that has not been touched in like thousands of years and you're the first person to to uncover it and touch it i can imagine it's just such a overwhelming
0: and then you break uh, it you break the ear off like oh
1: fuck well man they they they, it's all in pretty good condition too because it's just been buried by by sand for thousands of years and yeah it was was all it was it was pretty cool i need to go i need to go finish i started watching it but um yeah that was one of the things i was thinking one of the thoughts i had while i was watching i was like dylan would probably be pretty interested in in this in the political side of it how what show was it uh, let me, I'm gonna get the name of it. Um, was it that something about a tomb? It's, it's the tomb of something, somebody.
0: Is it that little small mummy they found in Peru? Oh. I watched that documentary on Amazon about a small ancient. Secrets mummy of and... the Saqqara tomb.
1: Hmm, maybe it's a it... secrets of the Saqqara tomb. Okay. Amazon. No, oh, it's on Netflix. Okay. If you need my login, I'll give it to you
0: word um yeah thoth Toth. so he allegedly built the pyramids but they it, it comes from his emerald tablets which apparently are a real thing the emerald Out. tablets of thoth were discovered and this is what it it's, it's it's like this four-part story of him talking about where he comes from who he is he's a children of light he talks about the underworld a world under the skin under the surface where all the children of light move to and the 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 men of the earth stay on the surface um it, they they live forever because they have a river of life that replenishes their life there there's some things in here that seem pretty literal i just finished the tablets of thoth but he has a paragraph where he talks about striking his enemy with his staff of vibration i struck him with my staff And he flew back. I'm paraphrasing. I struck him with the vibrations from my staff from far away. It's basically what he said. There's a lot of these little paragraphs peppered throughout where it's like, man, this is a literal statement right here. How would back in the day, let's say it was some delusional poet making up a story. You know, let's say Toth isn't real. This is all bullshit. How would they have the concept as a writer to come up with a staff of vibrations that strikes you down from far away. I don't know. I mean, that long ago, because it wasn't until conventional knowledge, the Greek Renaissance era, where science is re- really started to boom. But it's like they apparently had these understandings of things long before that. So talking about devices... Measuring 0.6 seconds of reverb back in the day building Stonehenge, was it on purpose or not? If you take into consideration Toth or Thoth and if he's real or not, a real Atlantean, dude, that's a whole can of worms, man. Because the second you start entertaining if Thoth is real or not, you got to entertain the 12 children of light that gave us science and then retreated back to the underworld. It's like it's a It's a slippery slope, but it's a fascinating reality that most science continues to support. The more they find chambers in the pyramids, the more they prove that it wasn't uh, Khufu or Sheops that built the pyramid. Because this is the other thing, is that the alleged builder of the pyramid, Sheops, Khufu, Mm -hmm. he was recorded to have been looking for... The ancient wisdom that was said to be buried in a, and they looked here and looked there, wherever it could be, and never found it. But he wanted to know how many secret chambers Toth had in his pyramid so that he could build his pyramid the same. But they called it a horizon. I want my horizon to be the same. Back in the day, they called it horizon. So the person that conventional science says built the pyramids didn't. It's just his inscription in the pyramid. He was, and so there's like actual... So they attribute it uh, to him, but it's he didn't build it. They might
1: have remodeled there's, it. There's text like that they found that have him referencing the horizon of Thoth.
0: Yeah, there. I'd have to go back and find it. It's in one of these books I'm reading. But the whole story of Khufu, Sheops, the builder of the pyramids, that he was looking for the original text that explained how Thoth built the pyramids... And how many chambers he put in it. But conventional science says that Khufu built the pyramids. He didn't. He was just the king at this time when they remodeled it and put his inscription in there.
1: Yeah, it's kind of weird that they. The pyramids are older uh, than
0: 4,000 years. They they, have certain types of weathering.
1: They credit him, they credit Cheops with building the pyramids, but then he references a pyramid built by Toth. Which would obviously have been there before he was born, right?
0: Yeah, the pyramids are old as fuck. And allegedly, Thoth built them, and he's the original guy who was given knowledge from the original gods of Atlantis before the Great Deluge. That also Thoth talks about in his Emerald Tablets. They talk about the flood that destroyed Atlantis and sank it below the sea, and we lost the knowledge and we lost it all. Like they talk about that time and that's the last the, ice age. Yeah. And that's the great flood. So it's like shit, man. If Atlantis is real and Toth is real and these children of light are kind of a thing, there might be an underworld and it might be below the Arctic. And that's why the Soviets and the Russians and all that is protecting the true North pole. You can't go there. I think there's a lot of big stuff happening, man, about our past with aliens and giants and really smart, higher races of people that, were destroyed in the great deluge. And thanks to the Roman way of doing things, when they took over, we like nobody really, you either believe the Bible in a spiritual literal manner, or you just think it's bullshit and you're an atheist. There's no like middle ground on what the actual ancients were like. Right. It's... So yeah, about the device to measure sound, if thus is a real thing and he had that staff of vibration, where he could just strike a dude down because you also got poseidon with this lightning his lightning rod which is three hot neutral and a ground Fair, doing, yeah you know what i'm you, saying like yeah if he could manipulate lightning and and they had some kind of because all it takes like we were talking about the brain waves earlier and the quantum thing if you're a higher race than humans and you can use that other 98 percent of your brain that we can't do you know what I'm saying? Like we get yeah. use like a small percentage of our brain. There's just a higher species that can unlock that, like what these ancient gods allegedly were. All it is is a higher skill level of manipulating these waves. So if you have like a staff that is like you know tuned to conduct electricity or whatever, and you have the frequencies, because we're doing it now. Like you're the neuralink in the brain, and you trigger it or you you know we kind of got these little things now, if you're super advanced. And you can just trigger some waves through a staff. Shh, shh, hey, it's yeah. possible man.
1: Or maybe we just need to do enough psychedelics to unlock the other ninety-eight percent of our brains.
0: Yes, man. But like that little uh, ball you put your hand on, and the lightning goes to your fingertips. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah. that right there shows you our connection to the quantum world. <clears throat> like we attract the lightning. There is something there if you could just learn to manipulate it. I don't know man, it's a crazy world. Yeah. Well, we need to do an episode on Thoth and the pyramids right. deep dives.
1: Let's 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 do it. And ghosts.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the and next ghosts. one is the priest's meter hat. I like this one. Did you ever read about this or hear about this? The um hat the priest wears
1: so other than no, I didn't not not in detail, so like, go ahead and uh, screen
0: share.
1: whenever I was growing up, I grew up uh you know a Baptist church and not a Catholic church, so yeah me too not uh, Baptist. I didn't, means... I didn't I didn't have a lot of this symbolism the, of the, that carries over in the Catholic Church that is obviously borrowed from uh pagan religions and uh ancient babylonian um uh, what's the word I'm looking for just ba- ancient Babylonian practices. But I thought it was interesting. Um, I did find contradicting evidence—not evidence, but contradicting uh, arguments against the against the article. But let's let's go ahead and talk about it first. So, okay.
0: yeah. So uh, the Roman bishop of the Catholic Church is often wearing a meter, M-I-T-R-E, <clears throat> and this meter is like uh, a fish's head, fish mouth, fish mouth. You can see pictures here. They the Pope puts it on. At the ceremony where they the the cardinals praise him, whatever, so those two horns at the top represent a fish's mouth, which was worn by the ancient Babylonian and Philistine priests of the Dagon or the Dogon, so the whole question is, was the pope's metre hat directly adopted from this Babylonian ritual, and it appears to be so because. The cloak represents the fish's body because the ancient priests in Babylon would wear a fish's head and then the scales would drape down over his body. That's what the priest wears now. The ancient Babylonians worshipped Dagan, the god of agriculture, plenty of food, and good fortune. The meter hat that is worn by Catholic priests, cardinals, and the pope represents Dagan, the Babylonian fish god. Um, as the Pope bears the key of Janus so he wears the meter of Dagon the excavations of Nineveh right here prove this look at that they excavated this at Nineveh and he's apparently this is an old Jesus Christian site or something and he's wearing this hat that comes from the ancient Babylon priests. I mean, that's a straight-up big statue. Look how creepy that is, man. This is crazy. Like, I think about this. If the world is this random thing of meat sack bodies that evolved over time to become smart, you know, if you really think about the stuff that ancient cultures did and left behind, it's really wild. All these big statues and monuments and this natural inclination for humans to form religions and even more so it's all consistent globally it's like it doesn't earth and humanity doesn't have to be the way that it's been but it is the way that it's been so in, in one perspective you could overlook it as nothing special like the Mayan pyramids and just whatever ancient thing that's ancient remnant or relic on the one hand it's not special cuz it's just ancient shit and that's how people evolve. And on the other hand it's like hold up. Th- this didn't have to happen, but it did. It's just really I don't know how to word that thought, but it's really trippy if you get high and just think about these statues ancients have left behind like what what do they mean? It's, it's so weird. But it I don't think them that makes trying any sense. trying to
1: leave their mark, uh, you know, their mark on earth. Their their way to preserve themselves past past death honoring their the gods that they and the gods and the idols that they that were of their time but it requires I get what you're saying though requires a lot of effort to do so it's a very special statues and
0: like it's a very special thing for people to do in a natural course of evolution that's what I'm saying Like those two don't seem to go together. Like humans evolve. And so do these global religions that require all this work to build these statues and these monuments that are sacred. Like how does that sacred spiritual side naturally come from evolving as a human? If it is like that, or maybe it really does come from something, which is that maybe these gods are real and maybe these rituals do echo back to truth. You know what I'm saying? Like if it's not true, it's really wild this is the natural inclin- natural process of evolution. Does that make any sense? Yeah, I get what like you're saying. It's just random bullshit that's really weird. But we don't seem to think about it. And if it's not random bullshit, then it's true, which is wild. It's like either way, if something really wild is happening. Just by looking at this statue, it's like ancients did this statue. That's so weird. It's required a shitload of work. Is that the conse- Is that the manifestation of evolution? Just simply put, if people evolve on any planet in the universe, they'll make statues and religions? Or does that actually come from a truth in the past? A fish god, Orion, that came down and lived at the pyramids. Because the Sphinx was built, it was all water, man. It was all water. So was he a merman living right there and and going under in the water? Because that's what all the records are. He lived in the water. He came out of the water Onto land and stuff. It's really wild, man.
1: That's I don't like even know the, if... the records of the fish god Dagon.
0: Well, first, a lot of all the different cultures call it something different and have a different story. It's the same thing, but yeah, like ancient Babylon, this whole thing about the pyramids and Orion. See, Orion was like a fish god too, or something like that. It's like half some. I might be mixing this up, but yeah, it's like a fish god that that built the pyramids and then lived in the water. And then now it's all sand and desert. But back in the day, it was lush, fertile jungle with higher sea levels or something. River, the higher Nile River or something. I'll have to look into that, but it's there. That theory is there. So the meter was a turban. The pup, the Papal meter. Papal. Papal. Not, not to be confused with the meter of Aaron and the Jewish high priest, which is what we're talking about here. So the turban is also called a meter, but that's not it. There were two ways in which Dagon was anciently represented. He was depicted as half man, half fish, the upper part being human, bottom part being fish. Which is weird because you got the Little Mermaid, this Disney movie. again steering people away from this idea of half man half fish. We were never taught about this ancient half fish half man god, but we definitely knew about mermaids and how they weren't yeah. real. That's really strange. Where did mermaids come from? Like, yeah, like, like uh, myth of mermaids. You mean to tell me another big Disney movie captured ancient myth perfectly? All these writers are just experts on ancient mythology. So weird. It's almost like there's a a conspiracy of to, to keep the truth away from people By hiding it in plain sight
1: Yeah I mean that We'll talk about another article Whenever we're, we're off of this one That I read right before the podcast That kind of ties into that But but yeah you're, I, I agree with that Like hiding shit in plain sight And then not thinking critically to critically About it
0: I'm going to fill up my coffee That was a perfect pause Okay the Illuminati Telegraph. So there's one last thing about the Dogon, and I got this from this book I read. It's not in the article. They discovered their tablets, the ancient Dogon tribe that was like 5,000 years ago. On their tablets, they recorded Sirius A and Sirius B.
1: Sirius A and Sirius B
0: yeah, because everything's about the Sirius star, and there's another thing connected to the star religion. Um, Sirius A and Sirius B they recorded in their tablets the rotation period of these planets, and they got it accurate the, the next yeah, the next big breakthrough was also the Dogon tablets recorded Sirius C. The invisible star, and they named it after the smallest seed on Earth that also produces the largest crops. Because this small, invisible star that they predicted on this tablet or recorded on this tablet was like set to bring life to Earth. Mm-hmm. Small star, all this, only from discovering Sirius C. The invisible star that is orbiting with A and B, Did that was in the 50s. 50 years later, did NASA actually discover the existence of Sirius C? Only because they knew to look for it because of these Dogon tablets. An invisible star. Yeah, an invisible star that they couldn't find unless they knew to look for it because of these tablets. And that's from Babylonian times? 5,000 years ago, the Dogon tribe. Holy shit. Yeah, and and the whole thing about that was that's where life came from, if I'm remembering correctly. We'll do a deep dive on this, too. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, but it's the invisible star that was small and gives a lot of life. That is pretty fucking crazy. Pretty crazy, right?
1: Yes, very much so. Uh, I didn't... So, like I said, I... If you look a little further down on the article, they have you know some some arguments against the the thought that the pope the pope's meter hat was modeled after the priest hat of Dagon. Um, Is this in that same article? Yep, it's in the same article. And then I found another article about it, which that that person seems to be referencing someone named uh, I'm maybe. Sure had, that- Named Bosco that might have uh might have been arguing this, but basically if you can read you, like can you share it I want yeah to see I can it. well first I'm just gonna I'm still in the same article you're on right now but
0: okay we'll share it because I just then shared yeah
1: it's okay uh so it's you know if you read this part at the bottom so actually the most distinctive papal headgear the one that popes uh, used to be drawn wearing in political cartoons to distinguish them from ordinary bishops is what is called the papal tiara a tall conical shape with three crowns around it one above the other. Um, of course, the popes have rarely worn the papal tiara in the last 50 years or so, so younger people might not be familiar with it. So I looked up the papal tiara. That's what it looks like right here. Ooh, it's beautiful. So, not not necessarily rem, um, reminiscent of the Dagon fish hat. Um, it goes on, the bishops' meters and meters worn by Roman Catholic bishops. Um, and by bishops of some Protestant denominations, mostly in religious ceremonies, were originally conical cloth hats. Uh, other the, over the centuries, meters or meters became taller and split into left and right parts, and the design was turned ninety degrees, and they were worn split into front and back parts. So that's where so it, what, the, what they're basically alluding to is the fact that actually the older versions of the papal hat was more conical shape rather than the shape of a, you know, the open fish mouth that we see in more modern times. Um, and then, you know, I found this other article that
0: goes on to talk about it. Uh, oh, Can you back up to that conical hat again? Yeah. Can you say that again? Just that thing you just said.
1: Well, originally, back, I guess, whenever the Roman Catholic religion was started, they were they wore conical cloth hats rather than
0: Which is the, just a cone, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. Just yeah. Think Con. of it like this without the crowns on it, right? Okay. Um actually this gives you a picture of it right here. This is the development of it over time.
0: It looks like the original started prototypes like that for condoms. And
1: eventually <laughs> eventually made its way to what we what what we what appears to be like the fish the fish hat of Dagon. So, uh, and then I found this article, which kind of dives into it a little further. The earliest Christians were Jews, and it is from the Jews that the headgear and the word to describe it comes. The word meter comes from mitzinfet, which is uh, a fairly obvious origin. This person seems to be arguing with this guy named Bosco. I don't know who the fuck she's talking about, or he or she is talking about. Um, if you examine the picture of a Jewish high priest on the right, you will see other examples of Christian borrowings. Um, so, yeah, it was apparently that the word meter was originally a Jewish term for fet. And that's what that would have looked like.
0: That's what I say when I go to Domino's. They're like, what do you want on your pizza? I'm like, I want meats Meets in a feta. in a feta. That was stupid. I'm sorry I wasted everybody's time with that dumbass joke.
1: So, yeah, it, it, it could be that the more modern forms of the hat were borrowed from uh, the Dagan fish hats that were worn in Babylonian times, or it could just be a coincidence, right? So I have to throw the opposing evidence out there as well. right? I think that's only fair. It's the only way we can be a, a good uh, a, a good conspiracy podcast, right?
0: Got to yes. show both sides of the story. Yes, right. Yes, um, but I don't believe the other side. I believe <laughs> Now, no, Do you think that was on? Uh, do you think it's accidental? Because here's my thing. I don't know. I don't There's know. so many other connections between Definitely. Catholicism Definitely. and ancient Babylon that like- for the hat to be chance. And, Slim, slim pickings on that one. I think, I think it's another, I think it's just another continuation of ancient Babylon. I agree.
1: Well, I agree that, that, that there's a lot that was borrowed from ancient Babylonian practices that are incorporated into the, the Catholic and Christian churches. But, uh, like I said, I wanted to present both both sides of the, the evidence here I think it's only fair that's good that's good uh but yeah so um pretty trippy though
0: fish hats fish hats just the uh just the idea of the Roman Catholic Church continuing Babylonian stuff and seeing all the symbologies so where I it, want to,
1: I think like I think all of that shit is just um, the Bible and everything just like we talked about a couple maybe four or five episodes ago it's just star poetry right just hidden inside of uh, all these stories that they talk about in the Bible
0: I think so. that's I think that's there I'm leaning towards some stuff actually might even being literally true like the story of the great flood it's just the question yeah. would be, who is God? Who, right. is the, who is the God that gave Noah the blueprint? Was it a children of light from the ancient Atlantean Tough. race? Yeah. Was it one of those guys that came out of the underworld and was like, ooh, you got to build a ship because solar radiation's coming to change the climate. And then he went right back in the underworld. Maybe. So. you know who is this guy? and then story of giants david and goliath the giant because there's a lot of evidence about giants <clears throat> that they don't let out giant bones that are found they don't put in the museum they confiscate. i want to i want to do an episode on that too yeah i got a good book i can send it to you it's it's uh yeah we can we can do that got a lot of deep dives i'm already read on these books i have to go through again research um you'll have to get the book and then read them and you know, yeah anytime. I know It's all good We'll pick one I'll send you one of these books I'll send you the title of the book You'll have to buy it I can't actually send it yeah, I got you Fucking giants and shit
1: Yep Alright And then we have one more That I sent you That's more along the political
0: Yeah y'all thought We were gonna get through An episode without Ranting on coronavirus masks Didn't you?
1: <laughs> this no, is not joking. about coronavirus masks Yeah I'm sure a lot of people have already heard heard this, but I just I I thought it was pretty amazing how critical race theory is now permeating into corporate culture and all these corporate trainings. So Coca Cola recently got put on blast uh, by an internal whistleblower. Um, by putting trainings out that is urging their employees to be less white, and that's part of their way to confront racism and then if you look at the screenshots on Dylan's screen there um what does it mean to be less white you know so apparently if you're white, you're oppressive, you're arrogant, you're certain you're uh you're not humble, you don't listen you don't um you you break with apathy. Or, or you have apathy. And um anyway, so it's like they're combating racism with racism against white people now. Um, but apparently you can't be racist against white people, according to critical race theory. And um yeah, I just thought it was fucking amazing that this is now we you know There have been people that have been warning about this for a while now And it's been crazy conspiracy theory talk Yep, it's crazy Like, oh, that's not coming to to pass Yep, well, it's now coming into some of our biggest corporations in the country Schools in New
0: York and California are pushing They have to take these classes You know, to be
1: clear, man You know, I have I do want the world to be better for Black people, brown people in my life that I know and love and I don't want them to experience any forms of racism against them. Yeah, cuz it's I, definitely I don't, a thing. I yeah, it's absolutely a fucking thing and I, you know, grew up in the south. I know there are fucking racist people, especially down here, you know. Still to this day. Um but this is the wrong way to go about it in my opinion, you know. That's like,
0: exactly cuz if you want to make a real change this it reminds me of um this video of a trans that I saw the other day with a kid. She was talking to the kid and she said, are you a boy or a girl? And the kid didn't want to answer. It was like really shy. And the trans woman that was formerly a male said, do you like to tackle boys and play rough? Or do you like to dress up in pink and play with dolls? And she was like, I like to play rough. And she was like, okay, you're, you're a boy then. But my whole thought was, it is a leading question, but it's it's my whole thought was, that's the exact misogynistic gender stereotyping logic that this whole movement is trying to get away from. Right. Like, just because someone wears makeup doesn't mean you're a woman. and just If you're a woman doesn't mean you have to wear makeup. Just because you're a man doesn't mean you have to do this and that and that. But the very logic of the LGBTQ in this situation not to lump everybody in there, in this situation, is that logic. Do you like to wear makeup and dress in pink or do you like to play rough? Oh, well, then you're a boy or girl. It's the exact same logic they're trying to get away from that they're using for their movement. And it's this too. They're trying to get away from racism, so they're using racism. And it's so obvious, it's hard to explain, and it's mind-blowing. People don't get it. All you have to do is watch that trans person. and And I delivered... When I lived in Bellingham, I delivered to a lot of trans people and that's fine. But like, I've always noticed that the guys that want to be the girl and be trans, they, they wear a dress and they do all the feminine things. And that's the exact misogynistic logic you're not allowed to have is that if I'm going to be a woman, then I got to wear a dress and makeup. Does this make sense? It's so obvious it's mind-blowing you have to even explain it like this is the logic i i can't have this logic i can't say oh um you're a woman you're not wearing makeup that's crazy i would be like such a sexist pig toxic white masculinity but if you're a trans the logic is i want to be a woman so i'm gonna wear makeup i'm gonna wear a dress and that's just what this is right here it doesn't help the problem. It perpetuates the same logic in a different direction.
1: It's coming to our schools. It's coming to our companies. It's coming to our government.
0: And and these companies are going to be their own government. They're going to buy plots outside of Nevada, 75 square miles or more. The city is going to usher them into a position of their own government Governance. And it's not even going to be company policies. It'll be like corporate slash governmental. It's so fucked up where this world's going. It really, it's a fucking scary,
1: slippery slope we are going down now.
0: It's not sustainable, and it's- though. And the good thing about Trump is that everybody woke up. Whether they're right or wrong, stupid or not, they're awake. So now everyone's paying attention and getting what they want. So the only hope is that they're going to see this shit doesn't really work, though.
1: Yeah, uh, you, critical race theory is uh, one of the one of the scary fucking things to come out of this movement. And, yeah, you know, it it's it's basically it's like the thought behind critical race theory is not, hey, it, when you have an interaction with people, it's not. Hey, was there any racism that manifested itself in that interaction? It's like, it's basically saying, no, there was racism in that interaction, no matter what. Just to, you got to figure out where it was and where it came from. Is is basically how they're positioning everything now. It's mm-hmm. fucking wild, man.
0: How do you be and less white? It's not white? logical. It's not logical. It's not logical. Like
1: it's not trying logical
0: to be, like trying to be less white means i have to apply racist logic to myself and go what is all the shit white people do and then i gotta do the opposite it's that same logic
1: yeah the way i confront racism if i see someone treating someone else in a racist manner you fucking put a stop to it you fucking stand up to them and in and and you fucking call them out on it but this is not the way to go right here like this is fucking insanity
0: yeah like what should be in this course is like, do you hold the door open for white people and black people? Um, do you not hold the door open for white people, and do you intentionally hold the door open for black people? like you know you could come you could come up with simple logistical things, but this is abstract. be less certain be less oppressive i was kind of oh, uh, making a joke right there about the whole opening door yeah, thing i get you you know I like you. you see a black person you're like no i got it everybody go i don't want to be racist it's like the opposite racist like
1: well, also goes funny. back to like what we talked about Do we talk about math being racist
0: yeah the recently? last step i was about to say like paychecks are going to be racist because that's math
1: right Paychecks. Everything's racist now. Like where does it like how is how is this going to how is this going to make a better a better world for all of us to live in together.
0: It makes people feel good that these measures are being taken but is it going to work and is that all it is. It's just the feel good thing like a circle jerk because racist people are going to be more racist after they take this class non racist people don't need this class. So what is the purpose of this I don't know, man. And how to so, go ahead. I don't know. I just have a million questions and I can't articulate what I'm thinking because I can't wrap my head around this new world we live in. Try to be less white. It's hilarious. Confronting racism. Understanding what it means to be white. Challenging what it means to be racist. In the U.S. and other Western nations, white people are socialized to feel that they are inherently superior because they are white. Are they? I don't Research. Like
1: I'm fucking superior
0: to anybody else just because I'm fucking white. That's the dumbest shit. Research, I mean, they should say in the U.S. and other Western nations, racist white people are socialized to feel that they're inherently, like, you know what I mean? It's not, it's not like all white people are just socialized in this way. What does that fucking mean? I was socialized. I have black friends. And I don't focus on the fact that they're black, but just this is like I was socialized with everybody. My black friends were better than me everywhere, and it never made me mad. They were better at skating, they were stronger, they got more chicks, they were on the football team, people liked them more, they went to parties. And I'm know not think? saying they don't have I'm not saying that black people don't
1: have unique struggles that we we have, right? Yeah, that's that's not yeah, what yeah, I'm saying. Racism's a idiot. fucking real thing, man. I'm just talking like, about that socializing I I, part, I get what you mean. Yeah, I get. I get it.
0: As far as socializing goes, it's been pretty non-biased for me. Research shows that by age 3 to 4 children understand that it's better to be white. Why don't we talk to our mainstream news companies that are constantly pushing racist narratives like that whole, uh, anti-Islam, anti-Middle East narrative that made everyone racist leading up to nine 11 and after, you know, <laughs> right? Like, how about we talk about, did I watch gringo the other day on Amazon? I turned it off cause it was super racist and the jokes weren't even good. They, I mean, it was literally like asking the black person in the movie if he wanted fried chicken. Oh, my God. And it's featured on Amazon. It's like you're going to bring this to employees at Coca-Cola while mainstream news that spins these race narratives. Like, I mean, and, and and it's like this isn't even directed at the right people. Is Joe Biden taking this class? Does Kamala Harris have to take this class? It's
1: yeah, they, right they're, they're They're in. Racism is permeating ev- just about every fucking news story, and it's like it's almost like they are trying to divide us with these narratives. Okay, so for example, also, so you know the story about that that old older Asian man that got shoved to the ground and died, right? Mm-hmm. But he got shoved to the ground by a black kid and died. And you know what they did? They they organized a march against whites. They they basically blamed on white supremacy and organized a march against. Uh, against white supremacy. I'm sure the news had
0: a lot to do with that.
1: It's like there was not even a white person involved in that incident. Really? It was a black black team shoving an Asian man down. But it was white supremacy's fault that the attack took place. And I think the thought process behind it was because you had people like Trump that were Uh, perpetuating racism against Asians with comments like Kung Flu and stuff like that, it led to this mindset that caused this teen to have this violent action against this Asian man and killed him. So it's white supremacy's fault. Mm -hmm. What? What? All right. This white supremacy gets thrown around a lot. Yes. It's it's the shutdown, you know.
0: Bro, speaking of people eating up modern propaganda and bullshit science. I was uh, picking up some food the other night and um, they had it closed off at the front door with tables. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't a lot of area. When I walked up, there was a girl. It was snowing. It was cold. I was like, ooh, it's cold. Girl standing outside, I said, hey, did they help you? Yet? She's like, no, I'm just waiting. There's so many people in there. Okay, So I'm like, alright, whatever. I will go in. Long story short, she pops in and it, in the door, and she's like, "I've been waiting for my food for thirty minutes." And the guy's like, "What's the name on the order?" Ba ba ba, He comes back, and uh, he's like, "Just, just a minute." So she goes back out the door, and when she goes out, she's like, "It doesn't feel safe in here. It's not, it's not six feet." And she closes the door, and just, and everyone's like, "What the fuck is this bitch's problem?" Where, like, we got masks. That's why. It, You know, she was at the, you know, she was at the the Black Lives Matter protest wearing a mask, feeling safe because masks, you know what I'm saying? The whole Mm -hmm. thing at that time was that COVID's not spreading during the protest because the masks and that same person again, here we go again, shows up and doesn't trust the masks, dude. (laughs) Carm is a bitch, though, because he came back and he said, we don't have your order. Do you want to order it now? She's like, I ordered it online 40 minutes ago. I've been standing outside for 40 minutes. I don't feel safe in here. This is not six feet. No, I don't want to order again. And she walked out and left. I said, yes! <laughs> yes, that's what she good for. Like, if you're going to order online, I don't trust that. I'll just call them. I order online. I don't trust it. I, I call them. I do it for Domino's. I know they got it going on, but just like this just one just family-owned restaurant, I don't know. Oh, just... uh, well, I mean, I mean,
1: if I order online, I pay online. I have a receipt to show. I just go in there with the fucking receipt. I'm like, hey, here's my order. Um, Just need to pick it up. And if they don't have it, cool. Hey, you know what? I'll wait, but I've already paid, so I'm going to pick, you know, it's, whatever.
0: Yeah. But yeah, that bitch is stupid. She waited for 30 minutes outside the door while other people are constantly walking past her going in. She thinks the world's going to kiss her ass and like, oh, you want to come in? It's your turn now. Girl standing outside with the mask. I saw another girl the other day, two masks. She had the surgical mask and then like a beautiful one over it. Two masks, bro. People are really buying this shit. Two masks outside. Two.
1: I'm not wearing two masks. (laughs) It becomes a law about which it might. It might. I might have to wear two masks at work. Who
0: knows? Damn, dude. That's the hardest part is like, so I have a dog walking client. I go to them uh, frequently. And they wear the mask, so I wear the mask. But then sometimes yeah. they don't wear the mask, but I'm wearing the mask. And it's like, lip, you know, on the inside, I'm the opposite of a person who wants to wear a mask, but at work, a Mr. Mask and it fucking sucks. It's like this internal conflict, man. It's
1: Yeah, I mean
0: I'm gonna get a this is bullshit mask. That'll clear everything up.
1: There you go. I mean, then you can you can express your feelings and comply with society's new standards. Hmm. But yeah, so this whole the, the the way this whole thing is going is uh, sliding in a direction that's pretty scary for me.
0: Billia and
1: I know what uh, the other side was saying. Oh, poor poor white guys on this podcast talking about how it's getting scary. I'm like, I'm not worried about it for myself. I just think it's a poor way for society to to start viewing each other. Yeah, right as the other all the time. Like yeah. they're 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 literally driving a wedge between all all between the races and expecting that to solve racism.
0: Yeah, that's that's an interesting thing because w- the the burden of responsibility for climate change and fossil fuels is put on the civilians of the world, when in reality it's the top 100 companies that are responsible for like 75%. Right. Right. So, but the burden of responsibility is on us. We're made to think it's our fault while they get deregulated at a big government corporate level and then push this propaganda on us because it's also these big companies, not the same literal ones, but it's made these 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 uh, racist classes and white supremacy and all this, is is the goal is the same where it's our fault it's not the fault of people like Biden the media made, and the, the media, government the crime laws that the decimate police state that we have yeah it's not their fault like do cops but have to do this
1: individual citizens fault
0: so the burden of responsibility Everyone, all of the all individual
1: of, citizens are racists
0: yeah like the burden of responsibility for all the world's problems basically at the end of the day are put on the civilians and it allows for more control because we're the ones walking on eggshells for issues that are perpetuated and made worse by the people enforcing these new it's like what's up is down and what's down is up and that's what's so tricky to get non-awake people to get it it's because the reality is the the complete opposite really is the complete opposite the very president they voted for these liberals is more responsible for systemic racism than obscure white guys that work at coca-cola yeah and the very companies that are pushing green this and green that and green this and fucking bp and like renewable energy sources it's like you are responsible for
1: the carbon emissions that are that are that are affecting our climate right
0: and now. they're pushing the propaganda on individuals to prime us for the day when we have to pay carbon taxes and big companies that are responsible corp- for it corporations
1: should be the ones pay- fucking paying carbon taxes not individual citizens
0: they don't even pay taxes much less carbon taxes it's, it's a really a ass backwards world Elon you know, Musk was talking about that on his uh the,
1: the, the most recent podcast he went on with uh, Rogan about how he, he, brought, he brought the fucking idea of introducing a carbon tax to the Biden administration, which is something that they ran, all right? Green New Deal, green this, green that, green this, green that. It's like, ah, no, it's too hard to pull off. It's going to be too hard to pull off. So He's like, yeah, but that's the only way to fix this problem is to int- He was pushing like, the carbon tax? Yeah, he's pushing, well, like, on corporations, right? He's like, I'm going to have to pay the carbon tax with SpaceX and, you know, it's not like I'm Asking for a break, like, but it's what needs to happen in order for us to start taking these steps, right? And
0: um, the carbon tax, it's
1: gonna be be too hard to pull off.
0: Carbon tax, all right. Well, you
1: just gave lip service during your whole campaign about how you were gonna get all these things done for the environment. You're gonna join the the Paris Climate Accord again and all this, but it has no teeth behind it. Like, it's just purely um, optics, it's
0: all optics. And they're not really trying to make a change there. The carbon tax concept is a ridiculous concept, anyway. You're not fixing the problem; you're just penalizing people, and hoping that that punishment deters them from. You know, it's just the way to make money. They don't care about stopping the pollution; pollute all day. You're just gonna have to pay them, and the rich companies can afford it, and they'll probably get tax breaks. They're the ones putting it all out. We won't be able to afford it, so we'll have to take the fucking well, what, bus. No, what
1: what he what he what Elon was saying was like he asked for people that like give give the citizens rebates on it, right? Like he wasn't he was more advocating for the corporations paying it and us getting rebates for that carbon carbon tax rather than he go listen to it and he he'll do a lot better job articulating yeah. than I am doing right now. But um but it, it was just the the thing of like, you know, the whole Biden administration talks all this shit, but when it comes time to actually do anything about it, they're they're not really interested in Fixing these problems at all they're, they're worried
0: about staying in power And making money That's it They're worried about doing what they have to do To please the people that are actually in power right, Pulling their strings
1: Yeah, and I don't know who that is But it's probably the Illuminati I think it's the, it's the CIA
0: The, it's the, the intelligence CIA. Yeah, I mean, Reagan, or who was it There's been a recent admission as well it's the intelligence community that runs everything. Somebody came out; it was on news, and said Donald Trump would never do such and such because he'd have to deal with the intelligence community. I remember. And you that. don't. And it's like, okay, this is a they're, huge. They're the innovation. wrong
1: team to piss off, right? They it's said the, it on national TV, yeah.
0: It's the intelligence community that that's behind everything. Yeah. With that super general statement, it's a good way to wrap up the show. I, yeah. I, I gotta. <laughs> I'll leave my Wednesday's open. I I have this dog walking client in the day. So I'll leave it open on Wednesdays so
1: What you mean leave it open?
0: Not do my dog walks on Wednesdays so we can just have a a more well, Yeah, I got you. I don't want you to miss out on money though, bro.
1: Like if I need to do it like after I get off of work on like I get off work at usually 6 every day. So if you want to do it at night one day or something, we can we can do that.
0: Okay. Um but I you know, I don't want to fuck your schedule up. No, I mean, I should leave a day. Wednesday's usually when I take off anyway and do my thing and band practice. And okay. This or that, so... If I, did, if I didn't have the dog walk right now... right now, I mean, we're kind of finishing right now anyway. Yeah.
1: Yeah, we're two hours in. Yeah. Goodbye. Uh,
0: good episode, man. You want to do another series of articles next week? And also... Yeah, you know, I'll pick some dive? out. Yeah. Okay, yeah, pick some out. Um, if you I can meant send to, do that. to I just I had
1: a rough week, like I said, so I was whatever um yeah.
0: yeah um i probably got some hidden there too so if you if you got a couple i'll have a couple yep uh i keep w- a reading list i just add stuff to a reading list and these episodes are going through that reading list for me so i got some more sitting there do you have some already or you're gonna have to go find some
1: uh no the only one that um i, I read one this morning it was oh don't say YouTube. it yet okay
0: all right i'm okay I'm uh, right. Well, I'm
1: No, it was a New York Times article that Matt Matt Taibbi posted that I thought was pretty fucking
0: I saw one recently about how the reparations could have saved like hundreds of thousands of black lives for COVID, which I don't understand how reparations, like 185,000 per family member of a black household. And that it would have
1: hundred and eighty five thousand
0: dollars. It's like eight hundred thousand per household. It was like two hundred eighty or, or it was a large number that was being pushed by New York Post or something. I'll have to find that article. Like if we would have done reparations, it would have saved so many black lives for COVID-19. How's, how's money?
1: It's like, I mean, exactly.
0: I'm like, how? How does this work? How does that work? Where does reparations end? That's for the next episode that's for the next episode so good episode check out Golgothan you guys are streaming on Twitch like every night yeah we do it
1: five nights a week yeah that's badass each each one of us does a night
0: I like tuning in when I get home I see y'all are on put it on I just let the video games play I do stuff around yeah hear you oh fucking bullshit fuck this fucking gun (laughs) (laughs) so um yeah, Alfred and the Tednators, check out our music video, Lucky Little Quick Draw, to see the Yuba River, it's on YouTube um, subscribe to the Patreon add free audio there thanks everybody for listening, we know we got some people listening out there, they got some yeah. ladies too, like 47% of the listeners are ladies cool. so what's up ladies what's up cool. ladies yeah, uh, hit me up hit me up, I mean hit us up on social media hit up our show we're both married yeah when did you get married i didn't get your answer when i asked you on twitch oh we got married two years ago okay yeah flew under the radar did you have like a big party and no, stuff?
1: no no we just did it it's just did it for the tax
0: break oh right on right on okay yeah. well congratulations i mean we, we love each other
1: and shit too but yeah but uh, yeah thanks yeah. man yeah well, uh, we'll see you guys again next week. We're starting to put them out a little bit more fre- frequently. Um, and we're going to probably do another episode on news articles next week. And we might do a little, start a little deep dive here. Mm-hmm. We might do a little combination of both, right? Where we'll we cover some news articles, cover a, a little bit of a deep dive, and maybe span it out over a couple episodes. That might be a good way to approach it.
0: Yeah, we'll start doing five and six hour episodes from now on.
1: I don't. Yeah, we, we can't. Don't you? Well, I want to. Drop the day off, plan the day off for that, and yeah, that'd be fun.
0: All right, man. Good episode. All right. See you, next true, time. man. Later, bro. Later, bro.